1: a Pepsi, she's getting us a Pepsi, unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Pepsi Max, get me a Pepsi, oh yeah, get me a Pepsi, this is an unofficial ad for Pepsi Max, ah, is that good? Very good. Welcome to the show. You mean a poltergeist? <laughs> that's who we
2: are we here what's up how's it going
1: we are the duchess and duke of all things spook oh i wouldn't give us
2: those titles you know <laughs> i like
1: royalty we're royalty in the spooky community
2: <laughs> no one in the spooky community knows us besides our own personal ghosts
1: very true indeed <laughs> Today we are brought to you by our patrons over at www.patreon.com slash guys. Thank you for sponsoring us. And How's it going, you. guys?
2: Yeah. Only only they can answer that question back. The rest of you, you can't because you're not Patreons. patrons. <laughs> but you can answer it back if you sign up with us on patreon.com.
1: And help support the podcast and help us grow. We are adding in a $1 tier, which will be added to the Patreon by the time this episode is up. Yep. Yeah, for $1, you can assist us in furthering our podcast and you can get access to some sweet, spooky content over on our Patreon.
2: Exactly. And if you've been following the Instagram at the moment, I have been uploading a lot of, like, time-lapse videos. Okay, I did one time-lapse video and then I did one in the story about a design that I'm doing or we've been collaborating on for the – just for for us, for the, for the podcast – and possibly make it into some merch. And just, it's pretty fucking sick, to be honest. Can we so,
1: go. Belinda's been going hard at it the last few days. Working her little buns off to... Uh,
2: there was one moment where I was drawing on the completely wrong layer. um, Almost cried. <laughs> and then there was another moment when I hadn't saved any of the work that I'd done for that day. And my computer died. Um, I feel like...
1: We all understand that feeling because at one point in our lives or not, we've not saved what we're doing and it's been completely deleted. Two and
2: a half hours of drawing yeah. and then I had to... Luckily, luckily, I was screen recording so that you guys over at patreon.com, you mini a get to see a full like time lapse of the rest of it being finished because I only thought about doing this halfway through doing the, mm. <laughs> doing the actual drawing. But... Um, Yeah, luckily I was screen recording so I could go to like the last, you know, full view of the picture on the video so I could like screen grab and trace over it for another hour and a half. So that was four hours of on the one spot and um, I've been working really hard on it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: You have been. It's been quite impressive seeing you uh, dedicating yourself to getting this. My
2: eyes are so sore from staring at a computer screen. I've not been wearing my glasses. I can
1: imagine. Mm. Um, Yeah, but big things coming to Patreon because, you know, we've been wanting to add more content over there and we decided that, you know, this is a good point to start. We're going to really push Patreon content in 2020, so we're going to try and... Really Absolutely,
2: 2020 is s- all about... spoil
1: the shit out of our Patreon members with yeah. uh, feet pics and sweet vids.
2: I know, feet pics only. Um, I will repaint my toenails, whatever colour you ask. Patreons, patrons, little I don't ghosts. know what we call you. Our little ghosts. Oh, my toes, little ghosts.
1: Your toes are little ghosts, but we could call put, like, that $1 sheets. to a little I'll put ghost. I'll
2: sheets over my... Oh, I like that. It's got to be that little now. ghosts. Little <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> We were just trying to think of a name and I was like, it has to be on brand We just And we're like, what else do we say? But that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I think like now that we've kind of, we're in a pretty good routine with it all. We know, I know how to research in two hours and have a pretty good fucking story by the (laughs) sounds of it. Um, so I guess now it's just putting more effort into the other side of having a podcast. We really
1: want to do video stuff, and that was original stretch goal of the Patreon. But, I mean, expansion waits for no one. As I said when we bought these microphones, we've got to keep moving forward. We've
2: got to keep moving forward. We can't just wait for you guys. God damn it. <laughs> we want to do... Catch up. Run, <laughs> forest, Run. <laughs>
1: We want to do like investigation type stuff as well because we feel like that'll be pretty awesome, and release videos of that on the Patreon first and then on the YouTube. So, well, um,
2: are you maybe just Patreon? Are even. you already You leaking a leaking a little little thing there, babe. That's a bit of a leak. That was a leak. I didn't even leak it. Nope. I'm normally the one that leaks. You normally you normally leak exactly. I almost said it in the story, but then I was like, uh, another surprise." Yeah. <laughs> but we say more. On more that on that later. later. <laughs> more on that later. Yeah. Good job, babe. Eh? Thanks.
1: Oh, just a little bit of a sneak leak. <laughs> sneak leak. Sneak
2: leak. Sneak leak. A <laughs> little.
1: <laughs> what else is new?
2: Oh, I've been practicing. Meditation. I mainly try and do it before I go to bed so I can open up my third eye and have some sick as fuck dreams. Uh, none of that's happened. I haven't had any sick as fuck <laughs> dreams. But
1: oh, isn't I, that a way to get into uh, lucid dreaming? Is I've, by meditating before? Is that what you're trying to do?
2: I don't know. I just, I wanted. I wanna, I want be a clairvoyant.
1: Yep, <laughs> you're trying to summon up that sixth sense. I
2: just want to get my sixth sense up and running. You know what I'm saying? If I get these phantom smells, which I noted someone in my researches while I was reading oh, yeah. certain things or writing certain things, if I have all these phantom smells, and there's got to be something. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's got a sixth sense. You've just got to tap into it. But last night I was laying down. It's been a bit of a grumpy mood, but I was laying down. I was like, "I'm gonna fucking meditate. I'm gonna fucking sleep." You know, I was really like, "Fuck everything." These fucking
1: dogs. Oh so God. many dogs. So many barks. Many barks. Many barks.
2: It's been raining, so the dogs have been howling. Anyway. It's rain. It's rain. raining. Defend the house Help from the rain. me. Yeah. Makes makes them feel like they're back in Yeah. <laughs> 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 shit um yeah so last night i was I was trying to go to sleep and i was like opening third eye opening third eye i've been trying to just like focus on seeing one thing so i've been trying to see a red star and i was like red star red star i'm gonna see a red star red star that's what we're out for red star ooh, ooh, ooh. and then i saw birds taking off oh. and i was like that's not a red star what is that? But it's birds just <laughs> getting up and flying away, and also almost like a like a, a like a gif, a gif. Yeah, just like repeatedly, black and white of like crows getting up and flying, hmm. and then nothing. Mean? And then I went to sleep, and I didn't even have a fucking dream. Hmm. So I'm very pissed off. It's annoying. Trying to open up my third eye and have some sick as fuck dreams, so sleeping isn't so boring.
1: <laughs> what I would do I love, get some birds. I'd love to learn to lucid dream.
2: Mm. I'm It'd just so fun. afraid
1: of it that my mind will conjure up some like mutant thing that'll attack me, and I'll never be the same.
2: That's your own fear, babe.
1: That is my own fear. That
2: is your own fear. Well, anything new with you? Um, have you tried uh, meditating to sleep? No, nope, I haven't been
1: doing that. <laughs> I just pretty much lay my head down and
2: go... <sighs> yeah. I've
1: been really allergic lately to everything. Um, I've been working lots. And that's about it. Nice. Yeah.
2: So good job, babe. <laughs> good job.
1: Um, What are we talking about today? Uh, I think our stories somehow have connection, but sort of don't.
2: Kind of, sort of not?
1: Kind of, sort of. We even have a theme, maybe. <laughs> This is all up in the air. Yeah, it is. But I, I, well, I think our theme is potential urban legends that could be potentially true.
2: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm. 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 Shall I start? Yeah.
1: All right, here it comes. So, I am going to be speaking about the Dunlorna Mansion. In Ooh. Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Virginia. Well, regular Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> Mid-Virginia. <laughs>
2: Mid-vagina.
1: <laughs> Every time I I tried to search Virginia, I was writing vagina. Not like v- vag- vagina, but vagina. Vagina,
2: not Virginia.
1: Luckily, it kept on correcting me. Like, Thank you, God. You dirty boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All of a sudden, it's just bringing up vagina pics. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know who this
2: Dunlourna is, but... Dunlourna, some kind of... Um, porn star. Porn star, and it's yep. just pictures of her vagina. Exactly.
1: Anyway, so, yeah, not the Family vagina. friendly content. Exactly. So there is a mansion there that is steeped in legend and viewed with nothing but terror by the locals. Oh, yeah. shit. The original story dates back over a century and is one of murder, witchcraft, and insanity. Oh, damn. So the Dunlorn mansion sits on a plantation that is snuggled between overgrown trees and at the end of a very long dirt road. Creepy as fuck. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's a recipe for creepy.
1: Exactly. So the area is actually quite upper class now and, like, very nice. And it's in uh, Dunlorna in Rio, Charlottesville. Oh, okay. legend goes that around 120 years ago, Around 120 years ago, for whatever reason, the plantation was passed into the hands of a young lady who lived there on her own. Oh my god. I know. This lady. <laughs> a young lady
2: on her own. Exactly.
1: This lady didn't have a husband and no what? suitors. <gasps> so obviously, the locals were like, she's a witch.
2: Fucking old maid.
1: I mean, she doesn't have time to, you know. Fucking have a husband when she should be baking children pies and uh, doing witchcraft.
2: Exactly. And she owns a whole plantation. Exactly, On top of it. You know, it's a very busy schedule. It is a very busy schedule. (laughs) Trying to get that Hansel and Gretel and fucking... (laughs) Trying to run a business. It's hard. It's hard work being a woman (laughs) with no suitor. Being a witch. I wouldn't know. I've got a pretty good suitor.
1: I mean, I'm not a suitor. I'm a man. I'm your partner. A pseudo means I'm potential. I
2: mean, yeah, potentially.
1: You haven't decided yet? I haven't decided. Nearly three years of actual officialness. and Yeah,
2: I'll wait until the wedding day. It'll be like, oh, do I, do I not? Does does anyone (laughs) object and you object to your own wedding? I'm just like, you know what, actually, no. I object. Didn't get me the ring I wanted. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I just can't fit it into my schedule of, you know, eating kids. Eating children and stuff.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So anyway. I'm going through menopause. So
1: <laughs> this legend caused those in Dunlorna, Dunlorna, La Lorna, Dunlora, <laughs> to become very suspicious of the property, and then spread rumours that those that would go onto the witch's plantation would never return. Oh shit! So people steered clear of it, and most of them did. But but children, but exactly not just children. In comes to town the new Boy Scout leader. <laughs> oh, he means Boy well, Scouts. and he's ready to teach these kids some wholesome Christian values. Oh no! <laughs> and what better way to get to know his Boy Scouts than to take the six boys out on a camping trip in the woods? <sighs> yeah, yeah, this got some real Blair Witch vibes, doesn't <clears throat> it? Yeah, it's got so. some
2: real like rapey vibes <laughs>
1: <laughs> at the time the woods surrounding Dunlora was all public property so camping was a fairly common occurrence for people but just don't you stray too far onto the grounds of that plantation or else you'll be made into witch's pie sounds good i right, know, fucking witch's I pie i could go for uh, a pie right now Lots the spices and shit it's a spells. bit
2: yeah it's a bit gloomy and stuff outside so i can go for meat pie
1: turns out it's your best friend. Oh,
2: no, I Food's
1: food. Don't want to waste it. Yeah. Don't be wasteful. That's bad manners. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if they want to learn these wholesome values, you you got to...
2: I'm sure one of those values is don't be wasteful.
1: Yeah, exactly. Finish
2: your food. Respect the food that has been given to you. I know. Don't bite the hand that feeds you because <laughs> it'll definitely bite you back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: so, of course... The conveniently new-to-town scout leader didn't have any idea of the superstitions surrounding the witch and didn't know where the property lines were. So the Boy Scouts hiked right onto the property of that darned Dunlora husbandless witch. (laughs) They went out in the late afternoon, set up their tents, had a nice dinner, and retired to their sleeping bags for the evening. Only for the evening? Only for the evening, (laughs) because... This next part of the fucking story gets pretty wacky. Apparently the events were re- sort of pieced together from the madness-induced ramblings of the scout leader after he was found by police the next morning. So, continuing. Scout leader awakens a few hours into his sleep to hear a noise coming from one of the tents of the boys. They must be awakened sharing stories, he thinks to himself. So he gets ready to discipline them. You know, gets out of his tent, walking over, opens up the tent, only to find that the tent that was had the noise coming from it is completely empty. Oh, there's no, no. boys. So he was like, "Oh fuck!" Goes around to the other tents looking for all the boys. No one's there. So he starts Shh. shouting the na- names of these children at the top of his lungs. This is like 19 early 1900s. He's like, got no torch. I don't think they had torches in 1900s, but he probably had like a lantern or something. It was like. Children, where are you? Come back now, otherwise you'll get punished, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you know. Etc. Etc. Et <laughs> so, thinking that the boys probably went out on a midnight stroll, as boys are known to do. I mean,
2: Renee and I used to do that all the time when we were like 10. I don't know how we're alive. Right?
1: Exactly. Lucky you didn't get eaten by <laughs> a witch. witches in Jimboomba. Yeah. So he started shouting the names and searching the surrounding area, but there was no sign of the boys whatsoever. But off in the distance, suddenly, a single light could be seen. Distant, very distant. So he couldn't make out where it was coming from. But he decided maybe one of the boys had a lantern, so he made for him and hiked towards the light, uh, still hollering the boys' names at the top of his lungs. Lungs. His one <laughs> lung.
2: <laughs> Just the one lung.
1: He's only got one good lung. So he eventually reaches the source of light, and it's a candle in the sill of an incredibly old and run-down house. A preliminary search of the outside of the property reveals that the front door is open. Oh. So, of course, he mounts the steps leading up to the front door. And enters inside, all the while still shouting the fucking boys' names into the clearly very haunted house in front of him. The house was dust-filled, almost as if no one had been in there for decades, the furniture sitting in a place that it probably had been for 20 or 30 years. A perfect museum of the life in the past. Uh, No sound was coming from within the house and no one was responding to his calls. So he obviously thought, shit, they're not here. Maybe they're back at the campground. So he turns around and gets ready to leave the house when suddenly the door to the basement opens. He turns around and thinks, must be down there. The boys are playing a trick on me. So he walks down the stairs slowly, lantern in hand. As he gets to the basement floor, he sees that one of the boys' hats is sitting on the ground. As he picks it up and realises that it is indeed one of the boys' hats, he turns around to see the face of that damn husbandless witch only inches away from him, cackling. Oh. <laughs> Probably happy that her, finally a suitor has come to marry her.
2: Probably. To be honest, she's like, oh my god, I'm going to get laid. <laughs>
1: And he says, fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm I'm out. out. And he runs (laughs) past (laughs) her. Runs past her out onto the dirt road and begins rushing. But of course, you know, being assaulted by that (laughs) man-hungry witch uh, that had a strain on his mind. So he collapsed on the floor unconscious. Oh, fuck. He awakens the next morning to the police. Found him on the unconscious on the dirt road, and ask him what the hell happened. He starts rambling on and on. And they take him into custody, you know, being that he's now fucking insane. Yeah, uh, go of and course. go and search the mansion. Can't find anything; it's undisturbed. Go and search the campsite where they were staying previously, and the police find all the boys' bodies on top of their uh, sleeping bags with numerous stab wounds to the neck and upper chest. Holy shit. All of them dead. Another search of the area reveals the scout leader's knife covered in blood in a bush.
2: Oh, so I don't know, but. All signs point to scout leader? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: He kills this boy and then he's like, oh, shit, yeah, I heard about that witch. Oh, it was the witch. The witch got me. The witch did it. Save me. Was but... he
2: covered in blood? Uh, I don't think so. Because, I mean, if he was covered in blood, like. Pretty yeah,
1: didn't, didn't pretty, specifically say, but.
2: Dead giveaway, like. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um,
1: But, yeah, anyways, he dies in a sanatorium after being locked up. Because he's mentally insane, now mentally insane, blabbering yeah. on about a witch and et cetera, et cetera. and everyone's like, Mm-mm. "It was the witch." <laughs> what witch? So you can see where a lot of, of that. Who do, who
2: do, who do. <laughs> you do? Lot... you remind me of the babe. Sorry.
1: A lot of that sort of passes into the grounds of urban legend because it's like, how did they pick up all that story from this blabbering madman?
2: Yeah, true. But if he's blabbering on so much
1: exactly apparently in that time frame like the early 1900s there were a few murders of boy scouts that haven't been solved like particularly one i read i think was in pennsylvania or somewhere like that but Mm -hmm. a boy well the rest of his scout team and the scout leader woke up in the morning to find him with a knife sticking out of his chest a uh, little one of those little multi tool knives. Yeah. The Swiss army knives. Yeah. Just like jabbed in his chest and he's dead. And they haven't been able to solve the crime since. Like, no, they don't same, know who killed him. Same MO. The scout leader didn't go insane or anything.
2: Oh, okay. No, no but, but I mean, like, the same everyone stabbed to death no
1: no just the one boy in that just case. the one boy yeah. in
2: that case that yeah. was his starting victim yeah exactly so i i can he sort of started see where with that one and then went on <laughs> yeah, to right. others and progressively yeah. got worse until some he guy was like that, it was a witch
1: he was that scout leader and then he moved and then did it
2: again you this know time completely claiming removed. to be a wholesome christian <laughs> i don't fucking trust it it's a cult it's a cult
1: <laughs> i don't think the story ever mentioned anything about his religion <laughs>
2: you literally just said it teach them about that his christian ways
1: you know how there's like this is a wholesome christian channel on youtube like that's a meme anyway uh but yeah you can sort of see where some of the starts of that story would have been like true and then just gotten embellished over the span of a hundred years
2: yeah as every story does
1: yeah exactly and then it's become an in saying that, I tried to look on Google Maps because the road leading up to the house before it hits like the driveway, there's only one house on that road. Mm. And it's the haunted plantation. Uh, the <laughs> the Google Maps guy didn't go down that road.
2: Oh I tried to do
1: the street view. And yeah. It's just like, no, that doesn't exist.
2: Oh. Well,
1: it does exist, but it's but like, no, I'm not going down there.
2: You're not going down there. Yeah, definitely not. Someone, the Google Maps guy is a bit superstitious, but hey, when you've got a job, you've got a job and you've got to do it. Okay, Google Maps guy, do you hear me? Come on. What are you
1: doing, Google Maps guy? What the
2: fuck are you doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I also have to mention, if you're ever in Laura and you want to stop by the mansion, I suggest (laughs) maybe look from afar because there's been hundreds of trespasses that have been coming there in the last 10 years or so. And the caretaker of the plantation has been getting really annoyed with people coming onto the property. Does he threaten them with a gun? Sounds like a warlock to me. Honestly, probably cast spells at them. <laughs> it's better than
2: I was say. What's
1: worse than a gun? A wand. A <laughs> wand. A child. <laughs> that scout keeper probably showed the boys his wand.
2: Oh and then he had to kill them all because
1: He didn't want him to tell evidence. We hear lots of stories about how Boy Scout leaders do that sort of creepy shit. Like back yeah. in the day. Not necessarily now. I but mean
2: you don't know about now. No, exactly. It doesn't that doesn't just stop because time has gone on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh it was back in the eighteen hundreds. No one touches little boys now. Um, mm. unfortunately. And they so didn't even care about it back then. Like yeah, the they're story- like, oh, gross and pubes. Like, get over it.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, he's up to that mischief again. He's a little stupid. Meanwhile, you're, the Boy Scout leader's fucking fondling children. And And then that child becomes a
2: fucking serial killer. Exactly. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, don't see where the signs were.
1: You mean a poltergeist against Boy Scouts? That's what we get. <laughs>
2: Everything's a cult. Stay out of it. Exactly. <laughs>
1: All right, well, that's my story. We're going to swap over to a quick little halftime break here to read out some yeah, Apple
2: tr- iTunes reviews. Trying something new.
1: Apple podcast reviews, sorry. So the first five-star review comes from 24 Frames, and it is titled, It's Super Spooky... Oh, super Suki Wookie. <laughs> and it reads, Supernaturally Great. Thank you, 24 Frames, for that
2: review. Thank you very much, 24 Frames. And then we've got Zane C. Weber, who, if you don't know, is the TNC Podcast the pod, pro- Productions Network.
1: The Podmaster. He's
2: the pod father. <sighs> he's, the, he's the guy that did this all. He says, it's a five-star review, and it says, more please, bring on the spooks.
1: Thank you very much, Zane. Appreciate Thank you. it. Our next comes from Lizzie Bell21, a five-star review. That title is titled Right Up My Alley. Ooh, I can tell from one episode this is gonna be a new fave. Supernatural spooky awesomeness. Thank you very much, Lizzie.
2: Thank you so much, Lizzie. And the last five-star review is from Lord Ellen. Titled Spooky Good Time. And she says, Yes, love more spooky content. Great work, guys.
1: Thank you, Lord Ellen.
2: Thank you, Lord Ellen.
1: We do appreciate that.
2: Absolutely. And
1: if you want to get your review read, go ahead and rate us five stars. We're going to be trying to look through some other of the podcasts to see if we can find other reviews on different platforms. Yeah, or even uh, review us
2: on Facebook
1: and we can read that out.
2: Yeah, exactly. So any review will do.
1: <laughs> any five star review. Will do. Any five star review will do. We'll read out whatever the hell you write. So you, know if you got some. If you even
2: do a one star review and say something super negative, I will read it out. But then I will also stalk all your social medias <laughs> and I will roast the fuck out of you because I'm an amateur comedian. <laughs> I, I I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. But I have a certain set of skills. <laughs>
1: makes me a nightmare for reviewers like you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, getting back on with the show.
2: Yes, it's my turn now. I'm talking about an entity. An entity. An entity. This is about Zozo. Zozo? Zozo. You may or may not be familiar with this Ouija board demon. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. So Zozo is a demon that is most commonly contacted in seances with Ouija boards. Or when practicing automatic writing. Do you know what automatic writing is? I babe? do know what automatic okay. writing is. Listeners, do you know? You can't answer back, so I'm gonna read out because I did the I went the extra mile to put in the thing. Tell them what that is. Automatic writing or psychography is a claimed psychic ability allowing a person to produce written words without consciously writing. The words purportedly arise from a subconscious, spiritual, or supernatural source, and I copied that directly from Wikipedia. Awesome. That's why I did not know what that word was then.
1: That's where, like, you know, in, like, Conjuring, where Lorraine Warren just, like, scratching shit. Yeah, and then she writes
2: Valak in her fucking Bible or some shit.
1: Creepy, I got goosebumps.
2: Mm. You're about to get more. Oh, shit. Tell me about it. I don't know. Every time I'm like, "Mm, you're about to get more. And then mine mine isn't really that climactic. (laughs) I just have facts. And they are facts. Like, calm down, Joel. Joel Nickel. Joe? Joe Joe Nickel. Joe Nickel. Whatever your fucking name is. I bet that's not even your real name. Okay. There have been reports of contact made through EVP, Pendulum, and even spirit photography sessions. Tim at LiveSciFi.tv has recorded numerous Class A EVPs of an entity proclaiming itself as the entity Zozo. Zozo. Um, also, I should probably mention where I got my most of my information from: so Renka, StrangerDimensions.com, ThoughtCatalog.com, and AllThingsInteresting.com. And there's a few more websites mentioned throughout. Duh, duh. So this entity is known for having intimate knowledge of people's lives and had the ability to manipulate people and objects to cause harm. Some have reported that Zozo is merely a trickster, while others have reported that Zozo has possessed them and caused them harm as well. In most stories, it starts out friendly and sometimes using a different name, occasionally appearing in the middle of a conversation with another spirit and completely disrupting the communication. Now, while I wrote that... Get the
1: fuck out of the way.
2: While I wrote that, I started to smell the smell of a cinema. A cinema? Yeah. Like, the popcorn, cologne... You know, Because guys always are like, we're going to the cinema, better cologne up, you know? Because fucking (laughs) romance is happening. I mean, sure,
1: when it's on a date.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was smelling. Like, I was just just like, you know, the smell of like the dirty carpet seats. Oh. You know how they have that smell? Like, yeah, cinemas gross. have that Whoa. smell of like the carpet hasn't been cleaned in a while, but I know you guys vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, sort of. I can't smell things very well.
2: Yeah, that's what I. I don't know if that has anything to do with what I was researching, but I was like. Interesting. I'm going to take a note because it was a very strong, sudden whiff. Whiff of scent. And I'm trying to take note of when I smell things that aren't around. Nice. And I'm sorry, but unless someone's been cooking popcorn. Popcorn
1: and airing out the dirty movie cinema seats.
2: Then I don't, I don't know how to explain the smell. <laughs> okay? Okay. So on Ouija boards, the planchette po- um, performs a figure eight. Or what looks like inverted Zs and answers become really repetitive. But it doesn't take long for an encounter with Zozo to turn negative. So some more common traits of the encounters with Zozo while, while you're using a Ouija board. I think this is like the real main common way that like he comes through to people. Um, so the planchette repeatedly spells out Z-O-Z-O. Um, abacus or even M A M A, moving in rapid left to right or right to left motions. Um, it's still unclear, like, what the relation, what the relation mama has to do with yeah. Zozo, but from what I've been reading, I would assume it's because he's trying to um, be, be, be your friend right trying to trick you yeah you know oh i'm not a demon i'm your mama yeah <laughs> mama. Okay. Mama. um so a conversation with one spirit is interrupted by another entity which becomes increasingly antagonistic um <laughs> <laughs> just like what is your name fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, you dumb cunt
1: <laughs> spell that out on the Ouija board.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, the entity often claims to be a deceased loved one and befriend you um, if the number 28 occurs extreme uneasiness thoughts of depression
1: wow my guy
2: that's not a street cleaner it it's is a street cleaner, a street cleaner. yeah um, yeah, thoughts of depression during or after the sessions. So if you don't have thoughts of depression beforehand, um dark shadow movements in or around the board, or mentions of paradise. Ah. Mm, so that's a bit oh. So like all demon encounters, it's hard to tell which ones are authentic and which have been embellished or are urban legends. But I like to believe that there is some truth behind an urban legend. Right, we of both. Of course, of course. Maybe she wasn't a witch, right? But maybe she did murder someone. Potentially, or maybe, maybe she, she a maybe she was a cannibal. Never know. Never know. Just got embellished that she was a witch. <laughs>
1: Lots of stuff goes on. in the folklore we don't un- you know, we don't understand.
2: We don't understand half the world. <laughs> <But> half. <laughs> <laughs> no, we understand one half. Not the other half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> we don't understand 86% of the world. There, there I like, I like the I like that. Uh, percentage. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Good one. Um, so some accounts tell of murder and suicide. Um, while others just involve the possession, physical ailments, abuse, curses, and other phenomena commonly hmm. associated with demons and shit. Um, some have claimed that Zozo attached to them or their family, almost like a parasite. Yeah. Yeah, describing words there. Ew. So in 2012, a user on ghostspace.com shared their confrontation with the spirit on the Ouija board. Um, her sister in law had been asking questions about her father that had recently passed away. And this is what the user wrote. And it's a little bit long, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, go for it. It was her father who had passed. We were testing the spirit, asking questions that only she knew the answers to. After 20 minutes, it switched over and claimed to be my mother. Once again, answering questions correctly. We were both in tears, and before we knew it, the spirit switched over, and we asked who we were, to- who we were talking to. And the pointer went O. We called him Oz. We asked him to blow out the candle to prove himself, and before we completed the sentence, the candle was out. We asked him the time. Neither of us had watch had watches and we had been outside for over an hour. We ran inside to look and it was exactly right to the minute. Wow. He then proceeded to tell us that it was him the whole time. Not her father, not my mother, him. He said he knew what we were thinking. and That's how he gave us the answers to our questions. He was in our heads the whole time. By the end, he began to curse at us. He So we stopped playing. Fuck you. Fuck you. He's like, okay, that's where I draw the line. Okay, you can yeah. be inside my head, but if you swear <laughs> at me, I am out of here, Ozo.
1: Ouija <laughs> <Weegee> abuse.
2: <laughs> Oz, whatever they called him. <laughs> um, A few weeks later, we used the board again, and instantly Oz was back. He was nasty this time, cursing at us, saying dark things. We stopped. (laughs) Why would you fucking go back? My my question is, were they saying goodbye at the end of these though? Or were they just like, nah, fuck it, I'm out?
1: Fuck you, dude. I'm leaving.
2: Like, but did they say a goodbye? On the on on the Ouija board.
1: Waiting for them to come back so he can deliver his roasts that he's been playing in a week.
2: This is fucking rude. They didn't say goodbye. I'm fucking (laughs) just waiting here at the Ouija board. Like, what the fuck, guys?
1: I'm going to say some dark fucking
2: things to you. When you come back, I'm going to call you the C word. I am really upset right now. <laughs> they come back. You fucking cunts just left me? They're like, oh, no, no, no. So we are leaving once again. You are not playing nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're just friends. So that summer, my sister Laura and I both went through a series of unfortunate events. They found themselves in a Lemony Snicket's oh, no. <laughs> movie, novel. Anyway, we couldn't catch a break on uh, one thing after another. Negativity loomed over us. At the end of the summer, we, had, uh, we used the board one final time. It was him. Oh, and he no. said that he made all those things happen to us and that he created the negativity that was following us. We never touched it again. A year later, while I was at their house... That's where I thought that the story would stop, by the way. Yeah, just there. <laughs> no, it didn't, though. A year later, while I was at their house, she told me she still had the board in the garage. And she asked me to look on the computer for proper ways to get uh, rid of the board. While doing this, I realized there were endless websites and stories about Zozo, the Ouija board oh. demon. We were both scared and white as a ghost as I was reading about him to her aloud. My nephew, her son, started running around the house screaming, Zozo, 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 Zozo. We we frantically made him stop. I then read on a website that he will try to claim your firstborn son. Oh, wow. I didn't actually believe that, but it surely freaked me out. I was like, thank God you didn't believe that because I don't think that's a thing. Mm. You know, I think only Satan does that. I think that's right, like Satan. Cultist ritual bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And with the blood of your firstborn son, <laughs> Zozo can go back to sleep. <laughs> um, um, Didn't believe it. Okay. The next morning, my nephew wakes me up and as we're waking up, he asks if we can go to breakfast. So I put him in the car and pull out of the driveway. Not two minutes later, a car runs a stop sign and slams into us. Not that it could have been a coincidence, but it was just too eerie to shrug off. Ever since then, I developed anxiety and often feel panicky when I talk about him. I feel the negativity pressing on my chest and my brain. And when I finished... Reading her story and typing it up, I smell Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops, which is weird, because I wasn't eating Fruit Loops. <laughs>
1: Very
2: strange. I haven't had Fruit Loops for ages. It was my favorite breakfast cereal, oh. but that was the last smell since I got. Interesting. Yeah, just thought I put it in there. You never know. Someone listening might be like, "Oh, I know the answer to that. Why are you doing? Why are you smelling that?" And if it's a skeptic, just coming in and being like, "It's just a phantom smell." Fuck you.
1: I mean, I did.
2: No, no, you have a brain injury.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did smell burning laundry powder the other day for like a three hour period Mm. and cat piss. And I was like,
2: uh, yuck. Yeah, but you also have a brain injury (laughs) where you lost your sense of smell. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) As far as I know, (laughs) I haven't had a brain injury (laughs) or my family's just not telling me because they'll be like, that'll break her. That'll just (laughs) break her if she knows. Okay. So earlier in 2009, Darren Evans posted on TrueGhostTales.com about his experience with Zozo. His story went on to cause quite a stir on the internet world with skeptics saying he made up the entire existence of Zozo. But there are earlier mentions on the internet of Zozo. One being from a Nigerian forum in two thousand and five. The first reported appearance of this entity occurred in eighteen sixteen, when a young girl in please excuse my French, Picardy, France. Cool. I don't know. Just say it with
1: say it with uh, confidence.
2: <clears throat> Picardy, France. <laughs> thank you, um, <laughs> became the victim of a severe demonic possession. She became the vessel of a large number of demons and one being Zozo. This information can be found from a book called The Dictionnaire Infernal, published in 1818. Cool. It's about demonology and includes a list of demons, which Zozo is listed in. Wow. We so go. that's the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. I think this Darren guy just made it all up. <laughs>
1: no, that's it. Okay. Unless he did some research.
2: But here's his story. It's V-Long. <clears throat> My name is Darren and I am from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Are you doing this voice the <laughs> whole time? No. I am currently 40 years old and have had a fascination with the occult since an early age. I know, I know. Red flag, whatever.
1: I mean, we are <laughs> fascinated with the occult, so it's like, eh.
2: Yeah. I Yeah, red flag, right? Exactly. (laughs) I've had many bizarre experiences with Ouija boards and I am writing this as a warning to people that bad things can happen because of these portals. Parker Brothers doesn't care if a demon possesses you or if you come under some type of attack from something you know nothing about. The majority of people from the United States holds a, spe- holds a skeptical view regarding the scientific evidence of spirits and ghosts, and many, belie- many who believe in these things also believe that it is for this very reason that ghosts and poltergeists occur here and exist under the radar, so to speak. These Ouija boards are manufactured under the perception that they are mere toys. Let me tell you firsthand that they are not toys. <laughs> he uses a lot of capital letters in this nice and should be used with strict caution and probably should not be messed with at all other countries take a me open-minded view of spirits demons and ghosts and many many cultures have based entire religions from these beliefs during my experiences with ouija boards one particular spirit always seemed compelled to make it make its presence known its name is zozo Today I refuse to even pronounce its name as I believe the mere pronunciation of it can cause it to manifest itself. Too many times to count it has at first pretended to be a nice spirit or pretended to be whomever I was trying to contact. But eventually it showed its true self, cussing me, threatening threatening me and others present in the room. Once it actually cussed me using what looked like Latin or Hebrew and using biblical terminology... It was generally fascinated. I was genuinely fascinated and startled by how many times Zozo showed up. Even in many different states and many different Ouija boards, it always wound up being very nasty and commented freely about how it wanted to possess my girlfriends and take them to paradise. Wow. When asked where paradise was, it spelled H-E-L-L. Oh, my God. If that isn't a cuss, I don't know what is. <laughs> One time after Zozo was being extremely evil, I walked into my bathroom only to see my one-year-old daughter about to drown. Her mother had left her alone in the tub just for a second and somehow the water got turned on and was overflowing. Instinctively, she had her face tilted up and was seconds from going under when I grabbed her from the water. The next day, she was hospitalized for some weird internal infection and was put in isolation for 14 days straight as doctors tried to diagnose the illness. We almost lost her, and that was when I began to suspect demonic attack. Oh, no. At this time, my girlfriend maintained a trance-like state. Her personality changed from a very sweet person to withdrawn and uncaring. Zozo said before that, uh, before this that it, w- that it was going to possess her and eat her soul. I was, I was recording music for a Future Rock Project and I remember jokingly asking if it had an opinion on what I should name the band. It spelled Iron Tongue.
1: Iron Tongue.
2: Iron Tongue. Which at the time I thought was pretty cool. Only later, when my daughter's tongue swelled up in the hospital to the point of asphyxiation, I realized that this wasn't cool at all. Her tongue her tongue became rock hard and distorted her face, swelling up to where it hung grotesquely from her mouth. We took turns bedside at the hospital for what seems like forever before my daughter began to recover from the strange affliction. When guests would spend the night in our house, they would claim that they heard frightening noises, frightening voices coming from inside the walls. Objects would be thrown across the room and spiders seemed to come from nowhere. My girlfriend's brother, whom lived with us, com- complained that he couldn't sleep at night because the conversations were so loud that he simply could not rest. He believed in ghosts, and though he wasn't afraid of them, he said that it definitely felt demonic. Lights would come off and on by themselves, doors would open and unlock by themselves. One night in our bedroom, a viscous laughter. Viscous?
1: That's such an interesting V
2: I S C O U S Yeah viscous. viscous.
1: You know what a- that word means? It refers
2: to like the consistency or something.
1: Yeah, like gelatinous.
2: Well. A viscous laughter emanated from thin Is it air. Vicious?
1: Maybe went ho ho and then gelled just went everywhere.
2: <laughs> a vicious laughter emanated from thin air. And to this day I cannot explain the terror in that laughter. One night, I was awakened by what felt like hands on my throat choking me. I could not breathe. I could not scream. After about 30 seconds, it released its grip, and I gasped for air. The same thing happened to my girlfriend the next night. Another night, me and her brother were standing just outside the back porch sliding glass door when we were talking about a supposed curse of their family. I abruptly exclaimed, "'I rebuke this curse in the name of Jesus Christ!' I no longer finished saying those exact words when a deafening sound and vibration struck the entire house with such an alarm, alarming boom that the neighbors came over to ask if I had heard something strange. I knew it wasn't our imaginations. I got out the ladder to see what had landed on top of the house only to find nothing. Things settled down after that. And to this day, I believe that whatever made that noise also caused the disturbance to go away for a while. Jesus
1: be tossing meteorites down. Jesus
2: is like, fucking leave him alone. Oh. Guys. That's not what I came back for. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> My girlfriend broke up with me. Fuck. Wow. And I met someone online in Michigan where I moved up to be with her. She didn't believe in spirits. And although I knew better, I decided to make her believe as well. Fucking hell, this dude. Living in a very small town in Marshall, Michigan, there were no st- no stores that sold Ouija boards, so I downloaded one from the internet. I printed it out, and to my horror, Zozo returned.
1: Oh, no. This motherfucker hasn't learned his lesson.
2: <laughs> it said it came from cyberspace, and when I asked it where it lived, it man. spelled Skull Necklace. <laughs> we didn't think much <laughs> of this <laughs> until I asked it again where it was, this time spelling Mirror. Okay. There was only one mirror in the bedroom where we were crouched on the floor and I heard a screaming coming from her seven-year-old niece who was watching us with another young friend. We looked up at the mirror and saw the skull necklace swaying back and forth with glowing eyes looking down at us. Oh! My new girlfriend's son had hung the necklace in one of the spots of the, wa- of the waterbed hours before I downloaded the paperboard. We almost jumped out of our skin, and although three feet of fresh snow had fallen that night, we found ourselves in front in the front yard, not knowing what to do, scared and frozen in terror. What literally.
1: the fuck's this guy trying to do? He's trying to possess all his girlfriends.
2: Literally, though.
1: I feel like he's a cultist of Zozo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, My girlfriend was so fascinated, she drove 40 miles to purchase a new glow-in-the-dark Ouija board, much to my dismay. Oh, my fucking God. The next night, we had another session in the same room. Zozo immediately came forth, and even without me being a participant, my girlfriend's nieces were using the planchette, and I would... secretly write down a color onto a small piece of paper then crumple it up when no one could see i asked the young girls to ask the board if it knew which color i had written down it quickly scooted to yes blue i remember chills coursing up and down my spine as i threw the waddled up paper to my girlfriend her eyes widened as she read the written color blue What the fuck it's is in with this capital guy. letters we then tried the same thing with shapes and words and every time the board knew one night we asked the board if the spirit would show itself it spelled yes
1: oh you fucked up now (laughs)
2: fucked up and told me to turn out the lights and take a picture of the necklace above the board i did just that and what turned out eerie to say the least on the upper left-hand corner of The Witcher, you can plainly see winged skeletons flying about, and they are of the exact same weird shape of the of this skateboarder's skeleton necklace. Towards the middle, you can see you can make out hideous faces. I have seen at least four evil faces in this picture. I took this picture about six years ago. People have stolen it off paranormal websites, claiming they took it. When I know truthfully it was me. I have sent this picture to several experts and they have all said they cannot explain the the images inside. As if all of this wasn't strange enough, now comes the really scary part. A few months ago, I googled the word Zozo. To my shock, many other people have also been contacted by a demon by the same name. I read about 20 similar stories, and I am now convinced that this simply cannot be a mere coincidence. Supposedly, Zozo is an ancient demon uh, name which possibly stands for the Destroyer. Uh. Claims of demonic possession are associated with this Zozo, and I feel it my duty to warn people to steer clear from this if it happens to present itself during a Ouija board session. I am currently researching the phenomenon for a future book and am in the initial stages of presenting my findings to a reputable demonologist who has been involved in hundreds of cases of paranormal activities across the world, including a haunting in Connecticut, which I also covered. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, what is this Zozo, supposedly the three-headed dog demon which guards the gates of hell as a tattoo on its forehead that spells Zozo? Also, Zozo is a term Alistair Crowley claimed meant 666. Jimmy Page of the rock group Led Zeppelin also used Zozo as a symbol in the Zeppelin 4 album. Could Zozo and Zozo be connected somehow? How can so many different people from so many different parts of the world somehow lie about this Zozo spirit? And if they aren't lying, then how can you explain these visitations by this wicked entity? Is Zozo the devil himself or a wayward demon who has the power to manifest itself wherever and whenever it is called? Heed my warnings, people. If you are playing around with a Ouija board and you jokingly ask if it is, if it has a name and it spells Zozo, close the session properly Get the fuck cleanse the house never i repeat never ask it again and if you were brave if you're brave enough to carry on conversations with this spirit do not antagonize it or act on its directions i know what i have seen i know what other people ha- have also come into contact with this spirit and i sorry i know other people who have also come into contact with this spirit It is dangerous beyond words. I realize not every session results in negativity, but when you play with this Zozo, you are playing with fire. Everything I have described here is true, and I am not exaggerating one bit. It may take me years but I do intend on writing a book about this and I have many more stories that I do not have time to mention here. It seems like he's had time to he mention just a lot. He's
1: fucking written like a 50-page paragraph. Yeah. 50-page paragraph. 50-page story.
2: <laughs> they all stem from true events that took place while talking to this Zozo. Folks, I have been told by people wiser than myself that s- the spirit world is more real than this world's so-called reality. Ouija boards can Cause many bad things to happen in your life. I am including the Ouija ghost picture with, with this submission. maintain an open mind. And most of all be careful. And did you think that I saved that picture? No, I didn't. I will go back and find it. So I went to the bathroom cause I need to pee. Um, and I was trying to search my phone and every other webpage would open, but not the one where I got this story from and I just try to open on my computer, and it won't load, and when I refresh, it just completely deletes the page. Weird. Coincidence?
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe it's raining, and for some reason that affects Wi-Fi. <laughs> so that was the end of his story. With all that being said and done, there is also a belief that Zozo <laughs> is also the Zuzu. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, the pair do have uh, many similarities. You know, causing misfortune and possession and death and... Sick. Sickness, yeah.
1: <coughs> she says as <that> she coughs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shut up.
1: We're cleansing ourselves after this. shit. <laughs> no.
2: Uh, We talked extensively about Fazuzu in our very first episode where we covered the um, true story for the inspiration of the the exorcist, um, the possession of Roland Doe. Now you're like, what does that have to do with Zozo? Well, he, if you remember, he was really close with his auntie who was a spiritualist and introduced him to Ouija boards. Ah, motherfucker. So... Was it Pazuzu or was it Zozo, or are yeah. they the same demon? One or the same demon, exactly. Maybe, maybe.
1: I, I just looked up then and did a little bit of research, and I think I saw somewhere that Zozo and Pazuzu are pretty commonly referred as a similar sort yeah. Of being
2: but I think Pazuzu can be brought on without having like some type of portal or gateway. You know. Yeah. And he's more of like a flu-like sick- sickness, right? Not. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna drown you in. You did a bit of research on him, didn't you?
1: Yeah, a little bit, but well, from what I could read, it was just sickness in general.
2: Yeah, whereas this sounds like Zozo is more of like, I really want to fuck with you. Whereas Pazuzu's is like, I'm just trying to get my job done. I you just know, make you sick. I just I've been doing this for eons. Like I just wanna... eons of time. <laughs> eons of time. I just want to just, you know. Maybe ad-
1: Zozo's an He wants a career change.
2: Pazuzu's a all like, I need a career change. I don't know anything else other than being a demon. But, like, so I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to do my job. And Zozo's like, I fucking love my job. Yeah. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm your mom, by the way. I miss you, honey. Jokes. <laughs> Zozo, motherfucker. And I'm going to fuck you up.
1: Cursing at people and Ouija boards. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe. But because, like, they also think that Zozo is the demon that possessed Annalise Mitchell. But with all the research that I did in episode seven, Duchess Tales, um, it was more she was misdiagnosed Hmm. of, like, actual mental illnesses and physical ailments rather than being possessed. But they decided that she was going to get exorcisms anyway and then died because of these exorcisms. Yeah. You know, she was essentially murdered because of that, not a demonic possession. So I don't think Zozo, or any demon, is related to the case of Annalix Mitchell. No. I think you can pretty well debunk that.
1: Well, of course. But what about Zozo?
2: But Zozo, I think he's real. (laughs) I don't think he's Pazuzu, though. I think they're two different demons. I think they might be. I think I don't. Do secretly speak to Pazus. We're, like, best friends.
1: King of the demons of the wind.
2: <laughs> of the wind. Zozo's the destroyer.
1: Destroyer. He's,
2: like, a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Zozo, the Mortal Kombat character. Finish him! <laughs> I mean, I've got to get into, like, how they debunk it, right? Oh, no. So, of course, there are a lot of websites and articles that uh, try to debunk Zozo and claim he is completely made up with one theory being the Philip experiment. In 1972, psychologists successfully created a ghost by using the collective consciousness of its test subjects. The study made up a fictional person named Philip Aylesford and instructed a group of people to run a seance in order to summon this ghost. The group became convinced that they could feel Philip's presence. They heard knocking sounds coming from the table, felt the table vibrate and and at one point even saw the table tilt up onto two legs. Ooh. They were sure they had spoken to Philip's ghost and that he'd answered their questions. They did not know in truth that Philip was just someone the researchers had made up. So maybe Zozo was a modern-day Philip.
1: But at the same time, another spirit could have jumped in there and been like, sp- I'm Philip.
2: It could have been Zozo the whole time too. Like, so true. Um, But I don't think that... Zozo's completely made up from like our modern day or from, you know, 1970 or like from 2009 when there's something that dates back to the 1800s, mm. you know. So the Ouija board, con- consequently, is designed to play tricks against us by working off the principle called the idometer effect. Our muscles make small subconscious movements without realizing them, and when we see those movements shift the light piece of plastic on the board, we become convinced that it's happening supernaturally. All this amounts to us being able to scare ourselves into believing the paranormal. So, pretty much, they're trying to debunk the Ouija board, saying well, it's mm. just our, you know, our muscles moving a little bit. Yeah, which yeah, okay, cool, fair enough. But everyone's just pelling our Zozo.
1: And it could be yeah, that's true. It's a bit odd when people don't have any recollection of or any prior knowledge of what Zozo is and then they have a similar experience.
2: Yeah. Or is that just the way our bodies instinctively move? Oz Oz Oz. Oh the Oz the Oz. Oi Yeah. But whether you believe or not, this is what you need to know if you come into contact with Zozo. Don't panic. Dark entities, especially demons, feed off of your fear. Indeed. So remember, never panic. Close the session as soon as possible. If you're using a Ouija board, move the planchette over to goodbye. Set boundaries before starting any spirit communication. It is important to set boundaries with ghosts, entities, demons that you may be communicating with. Smudge your area and Ouija board participants. Participants. (laughs) Do not use the same Ouija board again. Fucking throw that (laughs) out. Get a new one. Zozo's now. And do not speak his...
1: Nay. Oh.
2: There's also a movie called I Am Zozo, and that is it.
1: Very fun. Very fun, Zozo. Sorry, song. it was
2: so long. I found it very interesting.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Very cool, very fun, very fun, very
2: cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Where you. Where? they you. Can they'll find you online, babe. Uh, they can find me specifically at Bambi Markins on pretty much anything.
1: Cool. You can find me at Braden. I should away at, Spiroway, at number 5 ash on Instagram. You can find us over on Instagram, Facebook, and Patreon at YouMeanPolzGeist. guys If you want to support us on Patreon, you can. There'll be a $1 tier now, so you can go there and just... That's One like $0.25, cents, a, month. 25 cents a week.
2: Seriously, when you think of it like that, it's loose change. That's like
1: half an apple.
2: Not even. Well, yeah, probably, hey, because apples some are pretty... More? pretty expensive these days. So very true. Yeah, very true. Anyways. Anyways. Thanks for listening. Dankeschön. And don't forget. Exercise regularly. You, me,
1: have no-